When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 604 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined, as always, by the feverish typing Stephen Kyle Brackey and Hollywood Ben Askren. He was on TMZ yesterday. Hey, baby, I was on TMZ. You know, well, my wife's going Hollywood. I know, because <laughs> L- Logan, Jake, Jake, Chris, Paul followed her on Instagram, and now what? she she called, I'm not even going to say what he called your wife. <laughs> no, that's fine. I remember I, I interviewed her about it yesterday. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, everything's good. And did you guys see, I, I didn't even realize it, but someone hit me up and uh Logan and Jake came to one of our wrestling camps back in the day. Desmond, and that picture is really cool. I don't know if Tyler has it. Uh, yeah, look hey. at this. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, they, they were kind of cute little kids. I Did mean, they show promise? Not... Uh, you know, Logan was kind of tough. Jake was kind of a little baby. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, Kyle... Kyle thinks they actually did go to one of your camps for real. No, they... I knew the Photoshop was obviously... Because f- Christian was like, no, look at the picture. I'm like, yeah, I know that the Photoshop is fake. But they are, like, young enough that Jake, especially, he could have gone to one of your camps. And I knew they wrestled growing up. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a – I mean, what, I'm probably 10 years older. I started teaching camps when I was 20 years old, so there's obviously a possibility. I could name all the camps I went to in Ohio. I did a Brian Keck one one time. I did one at the Burnett facility. So, yeah, I did a handful in Ohio. But as far as you're aware, you've never instructed the Paul brothers? have not not to my knowledge <laughs> okay. possible it's possible ben you look good on the uh while we're on the topic you look pretty good on the old jump rope there i think that's no what well, i go ahead go ahead no you well have you guys ever heard of buddy lee uh no it sounds like a 60s blues guitarist though yeah he was uh he was a greco wrestler oh, and nice. Yes. And when I was a kid, 11 years old, in Omaha, Nebraska, they held the Northern Plains, and Buddy Lee did a freaking jump rope exhibition. This dude was a wizard. Oh, my really? God. I think, yes. I, know who I think I know who you're talking about. And he would sell jump the jump about? ropes? Yes. Yes. I have so my one. Bought- yes, I have you? one. Yes. <laughs> so my dad bought me a jump rope when I was, you know, like 10 years old or whatever. Uh, no, I was probably a little older. That's probably correct. I was probably 12. 12 would be a good guess. Um, 
But yeah, so I, I, I jump roped a lot in the basement because I didn't really have like anyone to train with. So uh, I could whip a mean rope. Yeah, I, w I was telling Bracky, it's the most athletic thing I've seen you do outside of like wrestling before. Ah. I was like, dude, he looks looks good. <laughs> Pretty smooth. I don't know if Tyler played it or not yeah. yet, but it's uh it's uh it's good. It looks like you're moving That's pretty funny. well. Yeah. I guess the good. the hips gotta be feeling good if you're doing the, the double jumps. Uh yeah, it feels great. I mean yeah, it's felt I mean honestly after <laughs> after about six weeks it felt felt like this is great. What are you Send that to Tyler. <laughs> we've got we've got a buddy. We got buddy Lee. He came to tournament buddy Lee's champions. The best. Yeah, he He's came to tournament champions when I was a kid, and uh, he makes they, they were good jump ropes too. I remember I had one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, dude, 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 that dude on a jump rope. Oh my gosh, he was crazy. All right, yeah, he is a wizard. We got to show this. I don't know if he sells any products, but please buy all Buddy Lee products. Uh, Tyler's pulling it up right now. CrossFit into the jump yeah. up. Uh, 144 mark, Tyler. Yeah, we're going to get to 144. We're going to get to the real heat. Oh, and I yeah. can see why this inspired Ben. Buddy Lee don't mess around. Well, actually, inspired my dad because my dad went and bought me a damn jump Just wait. Up, but it's yeah, coming. The man. All right, so if you're he's not watching, crazy. he's just doing regular jumping now. He's picking up. Oh, my gosh. Now he's just like, I can't what even describe it. World? <laughs> it looks like a, it's like a Yanni Bryce Meredith scramble Whoa, type of thing. You can't even describe it. He just wrapped it around his arm. Yep, now he's now he's been uh, what a legend. Yeah, so Buddy Lee, get get your jump ropes there. Um, wow. Yeah, Ben Askren, Buddy Lee trained. Buddy Lee sponsors the show now. That'd be tremendous. Yeah, <laughs> first sponsor in a while. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, well, cool. Um, people are yeah. we're getting hit up. Uh, I don't know about Bracky. You mentioned it, but we're getting hit up all the time at getting questions about this fight, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> People are wondering if you're well, actually going to train for it. Just like I did at my practice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to train. Uh, just like I did at my practice. You guys got three minutes for any any Jake Paul no. questions. Then we got to talk about wrestling. They yeah, just, then we're talking about wrestling. No so more Jake every, Paul. Every question I've got, they just want to make sure you are training and taking this seriously because they want you to win so bad. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So it's a very busy week in uh, weekend in wrestling and we hopefully now they normally all the news happens basically right after the show ends so Seriously. A, a coach could be fired an athletic program could be shut down for a couple weeks uh, Penn State's duels could be canceled they wait till the show's over it's targeted we understand it at this point and it's okay we deal with it but we have to operate under the assumption that all this stuff's not gonna happen is gonna happen and that the worst won't happen so for me I think one the Iowa-Illinois duel is going to be fascinating, yet simultaneously a, a bloodbath because Illinois has one of its better teams in years, but it's Iowa, and they match up great. Mm -hmm. And really, yep. you can only really probably talk yourself into one win for Illinois. Um, uh, who, who are you picking for the one win? I mean, my car would be the is the most okay. likely winner, I would say, or Bronigal. So maybe I, maybe so I, th I think the bigger Bronego would be the the set number two upset that you could see, but yeah, um, yeah, not a lot. And the next likeliest one would maybe be Robluski over Jacob Warner, and even that seems like a really. Like, well, I don't know, man. He beat he beat Hoffman, who beat uh, Janzer. I don't know. Yeah, 
That one feels a little mm. bit of a stretch just because those are the guys that typically Jacob Warner has no problems right. with. Um, right. But Rob Lewski has been much better so far this year than last year. Yep. Uh, obviously. Well, Luke Luffman, I mean, he beat he beat Orndorff and, and Hilger. So that's I, I yeah. suppose that's I, that's, that's I said Luffman yesterday. I, I think that's reasonable. You you love Luffman. Okay, so I mean it's not, it's not okay, it's not likely, but when we're talking about who is the next most likely I think uh, I think it makes sense. All right, so maybe it's gonna be six four Iowa, one upset. We got a five five split. <laughs> right there, I had it. Yeah. I have a clean sweep for Iowa here. I don't mm-hmm. uh, as good as Illinois wrestling right now. It's gonna be a. I can see a clean sweep one. for sure. Yes. I think Illinois gets one somewhere along the line. Yeah, I guess it, the odds are probably that 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 would happen. I have the I have All the right, over, at, over at, under Christian half a match. Man, so I'll pick take, zero or one. I'll take the under. Ooh, I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Yeah, they get one. Yeah. And you know what? It, that may be smart because who knows? Uh, Coach Brands could do a thing where he doesn't start start a guy or, you know, like the one week they didn't wrestle uh, Kimmer. I don't know. It could be something like that where you, well, if you see yeah. a backup. But except the, the other backups are really the good. good. Over is the good bet. Okay. We'll, we'll see. I, I set the line at minus 40. What do you think? Jeez, Louise. Is that is that crazy? Yes. So you take the you take uh, Illinois at plus. I 40? would take plus forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just because there's so many things that could happen. If one one thing happens, it doesn't. They don't get to forty. Yeah, you're probably right. What was I the could score actually see of Iowa Minnesota because I think Illinois is better than they are better, but they don't have Gable. Gable. Yeah, you're it's right about that. Better. That's a, um, that's a seven point swing, really. Yeah, in a dual score. So, so I point. mean, I could I could see Cardani and Lucas Bird keeping keeping it closer, like uh, like majors. Um, what? I know you. You think Cardani keeps it to a major against Spencer? He's not getting out of the first yeah, period. Damn it! What are you talking right, about? I'm damn it! I'm trying to just <laughs> help Illinois. I'm trying to help Illinois here. Damn it, piles! Uh, I mean, I'm just trying Here's to help you. Everyone, you know, okay, we're, I, we're live right now. Everyone just heard you say that. <laughs> There's no turning yes, back. I know. I'm, I'm trying to help. No hot mics today. Yeah, no hot mics. Uh, damn it! So it was 35-4. It was 35-4. Iowa over Minnesota. Um, so they won by 31. So yeah, 40 is about right. I don't know. It's uh, but regardless, it's gonna be a very. There's a lot of duels I'm really excited to watch. I mean, Northwestern versus Penn State is sneaky interesting because there's yeah. there's a, quite a few matches. Northwestern not just can win, but is favored to win. One twenty five. The the weekend for let's just let's just have a um, let's just discuss Penn State's weekend. Right, they're gonna have Northwestern and Indiana. Northwestern. Has some really really good talent, and at 125, Robbie Howard's gonna have two solid guys in Michael D'Agostino and Brock Hudkins from Indiana. So D'Agostino is he's really stingy. He's a tough guy to score on. I think this is a a classic. He's tough on top. He's too. tough on top. I think this is the classic match that Robbie Howard. You think he can maybe win, and you can see glimpses that he's right there, but. Augustine will be two season, too tough in a couple positions where Robbie's just not experienced yet. And it'll be a match where you kind of like bookmark this. Let's remember it in March. But I think D'Agostino wins that one. 
by by a, a you know a takedown or so. Was there um man because Robbie Howard was the number one guy. He was a world teamer. Is there just is there some kind of rumors you guys are hearing that's saying like he's not going to be because we're talking about one twenty five being not that tough this year. So it seems like a year where. You know, he could get into the top 10 relatively easily, but now you guys are talking about him losing both matches this weekend. Are you guys hearing well, something? I, I'm not I hearing? didn't say I think he's going to lose both matches this year, and I haven't heard that he's not. Underdog. The underdog, whatever. Well, he's the underdog basically because of the the mystery component. We haven't seen him wrestle, and we haven't. Right. he's not like a Bo Bartlett-level <clears throat> guy coming out of high school who's got a bunch of – I mean, Bo's got, like, legit senior-level wins. I think he's placed at seniors. Yeah. So – as a high schooler, as a high schooler, so it's just a it's just a different level. He's like in a he's in a very very regular true freshman conversation uh, that I think someone of his caliber should be in. Like these are these are yeah. questions, and that's what makes the weekend so big. If he goes two and zero, he would be basically a top ten ish consideration guy. Where Bracky, where would you put him on Monday if he goes two and zero? If he goes two and zero, he'll be ahead of Diagnosino, who is who is like seventh or something right now. So he could be a top, yeah, he could be a top ten guy. So we don't know, he but they're gaining on Iowa right away, huh? The, the thing with the thing with Howard, um, yeah, Diagostino seventh. Howard through, throughout his high school career is really, I mean, he's excellent as you mentioned. He made I think three straight Cadet World teams, but he took losses yeah. along the way, right? He yep. he wasn't a guy that like locks in and like has undefeated yeah. season. He would have he would have hiccups, but. The talent's always there. Did he use like Moshe Schwartz maybe or somebody? He did at Doc B. Yeah. But Moshe, you know, and I I remember thinking at the time, I was like, whoa, I was like, that's kind of strange. But then Moshe has been so good at Northern Colorado. I'm like, okay, Moshe Schwartz is just actually really good. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of up and down. If you remember, he won a couple Fargo tests like really, really early. And then kind of had like a, a down period, you know. And then came back up at the end, towards the end of his high school career, and now has been really solid in college. The other thing with Robbie too is he had the shoulder injury his senior year. That's true. And I, I honestly wasn't sure if he was going to be able to, um, to go this year because I mm. think he was having that repaired. But it sounds like he's all good to go. Yeah. So I, it'll be it'll be cool to see him first time he's been at Penn State. I'm sure since the well, I don't know how it's worked with training or whatever, but I'm sure he. He got there, you know, after graduation from high school and been training. So he's going to be a different guy from from what we've seen. And, you know, we haven't seen him. He hasn't wrestled on any of the uh, NLWC cards as far as I can remember. So, yeah. but, you know, we'll learn a lot about, about Robbie. I have him as a, a three-point underdog to D'Agostino. Um, I don't know what you guys yeah. think about that. Do you that guys uh, think it's strange, I guess, just 120, we're talking about 125 in Penn State, that – you know, Soriano couldn't stick around there because of he didn't like the environment or whatever. And then Teske also left. And those guys, I mean, if, if Soriano comes back, they're both like top five guys at 125 this year. Yeah, that um, has to be frustrating for Penn State. That's kind of funny, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, with with Teske, I, I remember when he committed to Penn State, the people that seemed to know him were like, he's going to end up back at, at Iowa. Like he's gonna go there. It's not. Oh gonna, really? Yeah. That that's what it was told to me. Like before, mm. before anything did or didn't go well at Penn State. Before he went, like at the time of the commitment, he's like, he'll go there. He'll be there a year. He'll come back. And literally, like clockwork. Really? Yeah, and like clockwork. That's basically it just what just didn't feel like a fit 
from yeah. Jump Street, right? Yeah. Like his style. So why did he make? Why did he commit in the first place? Then it's I don't know. So I mean, freaking Kale Sanderson. Yeah, it's hard to say. Kale, no. Kale puts on a pretty good recruiting pitch. I heard. Yeah, absolutely, he does. Uh, he's, he's the best recruiter in college wrestling by far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I th I think that's that's part part of it, right? It's hard to hard to say no. But now yeah. he's at now he's at U and I. He's ranked sixth right away. And yeah, to your point, if if Nick Soriano comes back, he will be uh, probably in the top five, if I had to guess. He'll take over the number two spot so everyone could stop crying about Camacho being there. Okay, yeah, well, everyone else's number two lost last week to Eric Barnett, so Correct. maybe they should stop crying and start respecting <laughs> the rankers and those that honor hey, him. Put some, put some respect on Eric Barnett's name. He's, you guys got him at number 17 right now. Also, Mr. Mr. Kratiger was not happy jared was not in the top 25 and i said listen i brought it up on tuesday you need to listen to the show he uh he reached out he reached out, out here. he reached out to spain i like immediately after uh he beat uh sondland he uh, it was it yeah. was really nice and like playful uh banter he like i said he's he's right there he's right there how many parents, what percentage of parents reach out to you guys? Is it like, is it like 5% or 20% or 50%? College, it's less than five. Way fewer. It's, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, what about high school? High school, it's a lot of parents. Like what, like 50? 50%? No, not 50. I mean, think, they rank 20 times 14. That's a lot of people. No, I'd say it's probably closer to 10 to 20%. Yeah. Which is a lot. 10 to 20%. Which is a lot, sure. Yeah. Um college it's mainly um coaches or people Co associated with wise. the program not and a lot of times it's not just like yelling or like crying it's like hey just making sure you saw this like um you get some of those then you get some that are not those that are like sure you have some bias against their university that just makes no sense at all um i won't say the school but i was i was accused of being you know. No, I ranked them. I ranked them very high throughout theirs. Um, famously, Jimmy <laughs> Goulibon, number one. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's a good ranking. Good Richard, ranking. Remember when you ranked Jimmy Goulibon number one? And listen, everyone else got it wrong. That was like the right <laughs> place to rank him. Like if you looked at 141 that year, that. <laughs> no, that's true. Just because the results don't bear out doesn't mean that the ranking was uh, incorrect at the time. That's one of my best. Who did ranking. everyone else have number one? I'm just curious. <laughs> Dean Heil. But if you look at Dean Hiles' year the year before that, solid choice. Solid choice. Um, he ended up being a little better than than old Jimmy, but irrelevant to the conversation in hand. Uh, but yeah, you get some ridiculous coaching accusations from time to time. Then you get some classy ones. Um, just asking for clarification. This is the first right. year that I've had my email associated on the rankings page, and I, I've not gotten any of the very angry yelling at us that we're biased ones yet. Really? It's been, yeah, it's just been, it's been very nice and uh, cordial right. conversation so far. There, there was a funny one uh, with David Bray yesterday with high school. Um, someone accused him of being biased towards the state of Colorado. Oh, towards <laughs> it because he's from there? No, they didn't know he was from there and said he was biased against Colorado wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and Bray was like, really? Because I grew up there. Classic. I'm from there. Classic. Yeah, that's a funny one. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. That probably yeah. feels pretty stupid now. Yeah, well, 
Some of them still believe it. Like over, I had this with Virginia Tech fans, not co- uh, not the coaching staff, but um, that I was that I was anti them at at different points in time. I was like, really? That's uh, that doesn't make any sense at all. So okay, we're talking about. I don't know how we got there, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, it's a podcast. We're not. We're on our, we're on our own schedule here. So Robbie Howard, big weekend. Probably the guy that'll get the people will be most interested, curious to watch. 133, Chris Cannon versus Roman Bravo Young. We talked up Chris Cannon a little bit. Um, but RBY is a, kind of a different situation there. I have RBY as a six-point favorite against Northwestern's Did Chris Cannon. The RBY was trying to give me uh, bad advice on Twitter? Because <laughs> RBY would have taken his own advice, Kale Sanderson would kick him off the team. What was that? No, I didn't, didn't no, I did see, not see it. No, I didn't see it. He wants you to win oh, really Brecky's, bad. Brecky's a good searcher. He's the search this tweet. Um, I got but it. listen, if RBY did this for himself, Kale would kick him off the team, no doubt. I just sent it over to Tyler, but he said, I need Ben Askren to run three to five miles every morning, spend eight hours a day, every day, training the fundamentals of boxing, eat, sleep, and drink boxing over the next 81 days. Please. I think he wants you to win. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, too much. I appreciate mu- that. Three to five miles, that's a little yeah. too much. You know, I mean, uh, when I was, when Bo Nickel was here for a little bit in August, he was he was joking about uh, Carter Starokey working too hard and them having to pull him back a little bit. They had to do that with um, Well, Suriano. that was the issue with Soriano, right? Yeah, the dude just wants to train. They had to, like, lock him out of there because all he does is <laughs> train. Uh, there Some is. of those little guys, though, specifically, you know, like the 110 135s, 133s, they're like flipping Energizer bunnies. They could just go and go and go. Like, I could see Suriano being able to put in, you know, an extra six miles a day on the road. Yeah. No problem. For sure. For sure. A lot of them are, are like that. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, so that's Chris Cannon, RBY. RBY giving you advice. He really wants you to win, apparently. Yeah, buddy. Um, uh, any thoughts on that match? If you want to talk about the lines, we can. If not, we'll just move on. But yeah. talk. I, th- I think the lines, I, I mean, if we want to talk about a couple matches with the lines, I think it's cool. But I th- when it's like two, it, I feel like it's almost too many. Uh, I'm favoring RBY. Um, I, I think, I don't want to skip, I'll skip to one for now. I'm more interested in Bo Bartlett versus Yaya Thomas because there's been a whole bunch of like, Bo Bartlett's freaking amazing type of talk yes. coming out of State College. And that, that's why I'm curious. We haven't really heard anything about Robbie Howard. because I have heard things about Carter Starokey, and I have heard things about Bo Bartlett. I haven't really heard anything about Robbie Howard, which makes me wonder. Uh, but Yaya Thomas is like, um, I don't want to say a gatekeeper, because that, that's probably a little too dismissive of him. But he's a guy like, you're not going to beat him unless you're really good. Yeah. Um, and if you beat him, you're kind of in the upper echelon of that division. Um, that's kind of how I feel about Yaya Thomas. I do too. I think this is a tough, tough opening match for Bo Bartlett. This is someone that can positionally challenge him. Bo's going to win a lot of matches because he's got great position. He's a really good hand fighter. Yaya is going to be there. He's going to be. Bo's going to have a hard time taking Yaya down. Everybody does. Yes. Yeah. He is just. Yeah. Does oh, yeah. not give him up early. And, you know, that. They're both like really good freestylers. I think this is like if Bo beats Yaya first match of his collegiate career, that's that is eye opening to me. Yeah. But I think Bo's going to be that kind of a guy for for Penn State. Um, I think Yaya yeah. is a, is a slight favorite, like a point point and a half. But man, if Bo comes out and you know 
has a gets a takedown or two and can get away, which I think he's going to be solid. And Yaya can ride, but he's not the greatest. Yeah, I I, yeah. I think I like Bo oh. here, but I don't know. Yaya is fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if you really like Bo here. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I think Yaya. I think Yaya is the pick. Um, yeah, I I, I think he is. So I. I well, I was really yeah. put ten, put ten push ups straight on. up. Ten push ups straight, straight up. What do I look up, like, Mister Olympia? <laughs> sure, yeah, straight ten, up. Ten, um, ten push ups. So I I think that you know Keegan O'Toole had so much frustration. He, he lost to him in the junior open, and then twice around the junior trials. And he was you know yeah yeah just so disciplined with his positioning. He's really really hard to open up. Um, and that's I I see Yaya being able to frustrate Bartlett and sc score off maybe his underhooks or double underhooks or something to that effect. And I think it's probably most likely um, a three to one win for Yaya. Uh, one other thing, um, with uh, with Yaya, it's like in Bo. Bo is probably better off. Is probably a one forty one pounder. So giving up a little size to Yaya, who is a big forty nine, a very strong one forty nine. Yeah. I think it could be another thing. So it I'm does not help. I'm making all the cases for Yaya, but I'm saying Bo. I'll take uh, Bo and the points from getting a point and a half. Point and a half. Yeah. One point match. I could see that. Yeah. I, it's it's going to be a close one. Another interesting one is Ryan Deacon versus uh, Brady Berge. Uh, Deacon's so good. I think I think it's a couple takedown advantage yeah. here for for him. Agreed. But big spot yeah. for Berge. Yeah, if Bergie's even competitive, I think I'm surprised, and I think that bodes well for their future. Yaya's dad and what are you dad in the because Yaya's dad is in the Facebook chat. <laughs> We're gonna merc Bo Bartlett plus five minimum. He did. Come oh on, my gosh. Yes, this is so great. Yeah, Mr. Thomas is is a frequent listener. Um, He's awesome. He's always on Twitter and everything. He's a cool guy. So listen, he should send some hate mail to you, Christian, because you picked both. No, I, he knows I like Yaya. I, I picked Yaya. I picked him because I'm the smarter podcast host. Well, we'll see, <laughs> won't we? We shall, we shall find out together. Sunday. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, Lucas Davis and Michael Beard. Yes, um, Beard, who originally committed to Northwestern, oh, versus yeah. versus Lucas Davison. Hey, Yesterday on the dock, Christian, you had all of those people that committed to Northwestern who are not there currently. Yeah. Dude, I, I kind of wonder if it's something with academics where maybe they thought they could get in and then they weren't able to get them all in or something. But I think dude, that list were. is so – Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, Seabass was obviously there. Nick Renan, Cassiope, Michael Beard. Um, I feel Devon, like I'm missing someone else. Michic. Stavon Michic. I do like – think about those team points right there. Just okay, just think Cassiope, Michic, and Rivera right now. Crazy, dude. So I, crazy. Feel, I, fe I feel I Cassiope. I think Iowa just legit flipped. Yes. Um, Renan was after the yeah. coaching change. Yeah. Uh, when Periano was yeah. fired. Um, Michich yeah. left after the coaching Mi change. Yeah, too, Michich right? was after the yeah. change as well. Yeah, it's yeah, and then and then Seabass Seabass so wanted awesome. to come home. Yeah, I think. I, I really don't think it's anything with the the program itself that, um, yeah. you know, they have they also have some limitations with roster size and things like that. Oh. That, um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, Coach Torniolo, he's righted the ship, you know, 
and like they're recruiting yes. well and it's obviously the they're acad- developing the, yes and then that the academics too that you gotta i mean the standards to get in there ivy league level yeah it's insane yes okay but yeah it is kind of crazy and then uh yeah so Davison versus Beard, I think that's a close match. I don't know. Uh, Davison is definitely the favorite, but I think this is a point or two bout. Yeah, I got, I got Davison. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I've watched Michael Beard now, I think, two times on the NLWC cards. He just doesn't have uh, a tremendous amount of offense. You know, he's not like a prototypical Penn State guy where they're just kind of relentless with their attacks and have a good variety. He's really defensive um, and, and he's solid defensively, but I, so I see this like a four, two type match. You think beard's really uh, defensive in the matches I've watched, man. Yes. Absolutely. I always, I kind of, I've, I've viewed him differently. Uh, typically just like as a guy that shoots a lot, like high volume inside. I was not, I mean, single. I want to say one of the matches he, one was Bullsack, Bullsack maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who the other one was right now, but yeah, I did. That was just kind of like, I can't cite the other match right now, but that was how I left feeling. Okay. I have a different, I guess I have a different sort of view. I'm, I'm not picking him to beat Davison necessarily, but I just, I view him as having some issues finishing, having issues on the mat, but overall I, I find him to be pretty attack minded we'll yeah. okay um do we want to pause for an alien hour oh we have an alien hour uh, we do we do it's not just oh on one topic God. today Good. um we, oh. we're gonna cover a few different topics uh real quick playing catch up exactly so a few weeks ago um when the most recent COVID 19 bill relief relief bill was signed um, in it was that uh, the government had to disclose a bunch of uh, alien information, mm. and they released yes. some documents. But my understanding, they're gonna be there's gonna be some kind of hearing coming up soon, I think, with Congress that they where they have to present like a lot more information on on the subject matter. So I'm excited to hear that. Uh, but they, it is really interesting. They released like 2,700 pages of documents, but they did it. Um, to this guy who runs this website, it's called the Black Vault, and he this guy essentially just like all day files FOIAs for um, Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, sorry, Freedom First of Information Freedom. Act, uh, so he can get documents on um, things that happened, uh, incidences, uh, things in the government. Like it, he he ranges all over the place from like aliens to I don't know. Just random stuff that hap- occurs in everyday life. Don't say anything that's gonna get us kicked off Facebook, dude. No, I won't. So stop. when after the after the relief bill came out, um, this guy's always uh, sending FOIAs in. So the CIA released a CD-ROM to him with the twenty seven hundred pages of this the documents on previous alien encounters. Um, so he converted them, took them on the CD-ROM, converted them, put them out there. Um, now, the problem with it is that, I don't know, the majority of it's redacted. Love it. Um, so you're just, like, getting the bits and pieces oh, of the stories. Have a file that's, like, 
Three words, black space. Three words, black. Dude, it's so annoying. That's what, and that's what pretty much like all the files look like. And like I was listening to a little, little video he did, kind of breaking down the the document dump, and he's just like, "There's no smoking gun in here, guys. Like they're gonna re keep redacting all this stuff. Like even if there were in some area, it's just you're not gonna get Man. the full story. So hopefully we can get more out of that hearing in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, Recently, uh, not too long ago, I did an alien hour on the Chupacabra. You guys mm. remember that one? Now we're talking. <laughs> yes. So, in in the United States, there's literally um, an animal that they – it's not a known species of dog, uh, if you remember right, from, um, from that alien hour. Right. But this is over in Chile, this town in Chile. Um, and in the past month, they've had like – 50 animals killed. No, f this week. 50 animals killed this week. The Chupacabra? It, well, there's no, like, there's no just, like, gunshot wound. There's no, like, attack wounds on the animals. Like, they just can't figure out what's happening. It's not, and they're not being, like, eaten. Like, if you remember, the Chupacabra just kind of, like. Latches on. Drains right, your blood. Exactly. So there's no, like. It's vampiric this, in Yeah, nature. there's no, like, this lion just attacked this thing and ate half of it. Or, right. Right. Um. And it's like uh, the animals are were examined. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. The attacks did not appear to have been committed by any known predators in the area. Additional tests have been ordered on the animals in the hopes that some kind of clue Whoa. might emerge, which will help close the case. Hmm. So, what if? Okay, I got. Hold on, I got. What if the chupacabra? You know, the dog is the man's best friend. What if the chupacabra oh. is the alien's best friend? Oh, I no. like that. <laughs> that could be it. It's an alien pet. It's an alien pet. And then uh, I, I forgot to forgot to pull this up before, but uh, Oklahoma they're they're looking at putting in a Bigfoot hunting season. Really? Yeah. So a, a representative in Oklahoma, Justin Humphrey, uh, introduced a new bill to the state legislature in an attempt to open licenses for Bigfoot hunting season. And possibly put what? Stop. And put is this real? A, yes, and put a twenty-five thousand dollar bounty for anyone who successfully finds Bigfoot. Is this a Joe Exotic no, move? This is he in, did he did he successfully run for Congress and win? I know he's he's had political aspirations. I feel like he won and and, and implemented oh this from prison. <laughs> he was pretty pissed, by the way, about uh not getting pardoned. Yeah, I can imagine his ego so insane. He probably really thought he, he was said he was too pardoned. innocent. He's too innocent for Trump to pardon. <laughs> I get it. I'm I'm way too innocent to be released. Uh, so I might if there's a Bigfoot season, I gotta go. Like I gotta find someone that's legit oh, going. We gotta take a, Kate, Kate Brock will probably take Kyle, you Bigfoot this hunting. This is so ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Is like, it? When you go Bigfoot hunting, where are you putting the game cams at? Like, you, how are you gonna? How are you intending to hunt this Bigfoot? You really? put them up all over. You know, speaking of, you, have you ever watched the show Finding Bigfoot? No, Spoiler not. alert, they never found him. Well, he's good. I, I mean, he's good. I wonder why, Christian. I wonder so why. They did, they did an episode uh, in West Virginia one time, actually. And they always, a lot of times they put trail cams up. And yeah. uh, it was near, they put the trail cams up like way earlier in the show. And then at the end, I remember thinking like, what the heck? They never showed like if they found anything on there. Because usually they do. Even when they don't find anything, they'll be like, oh, rat. Like just just a deer or something. So yeah. 
at the end of the show, like the show just ends and then it goes to a black screen. It's like uh, we checked the trail cams and mysteriously there was no footage on them at all. Like oh, nothing whatsoever. <laughs> what a gimmick. So there's definitely a big what for West Virginia. Gimmick. Yeah. What a oh gimmick. God. You know, Here's my thing with the Oklahoma Bigfoot. I thought the Bigfoot was a, a Pacific Northwest thing. I didn't even know there were rumors of Bigfoot in Oklahoma. Oh, no, it's everywhere. Mm. It's everywhere. Manhattan? Yeah, it Bigfoot. Well, okay, maybe not Manhattan, but, oh, well, you know, upstate New York. Upstate New yeah, social. Yeah, maybe. I got to think, so, I gotta think Kyle, if you really wanted to hunt the Oklahoma Bigfoot, you could put together quite the staff of, Oklahoma State wrestlers, because of what Tristan Moran tells me about these guys, they are hunting fanatics. I think you could like listen. You can make this the new next flow film. You you get a shooter, you hire. Uh, I'm sorry, you rent an RV, you mm -hmm. drive to Oklahoma State, you pick up like three or four wrestlers, and then boom, there's the show. You, you have the shooter to shoot you guys. You know, going out, you have them do some research so they know where to go in Oklahoma. Ben, you were with foot. us the last time that uh, we tried to get an RV to go to Stillwater, and it did not work out well. <laughs> why, did, why didn't we use the RV? I can't even remember. Someone was scared. We were scared to drive it or something. Yeah. I don't even recall. We all were scared to drive it. Willie started driving it, and the thing was, like, shaking. <laughs> felt like it was shaking. I, I think he drove it to HQ and back, and we're like, we're, we can't drive this. We were After yeah. that, well, we were very nervous, and then uh, we're like, we just got to do it. And we got there Saturday morning to do it. And it was really windy, and yes. uh, it was shaking, and none of us felt comfortable driving. And we drove it right back what? to the rental place. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it initially that? Um, wasn't it initially that we thought like fifteen people were going? Yeah. And then by the time we took off, it was like five or something. And then I, yeah. I think I, I think most still owes me a refund because I think I rented the SUV you from did. the airport. <laughs> you did. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, that was funny. It got oh messed gosh. up, I think, partially because me, Bader, and I think two shooters went up early to do stuff. I don't even remember yeah, what plan. plan. A bunch of plans changed like, the week of. Yeah. So we went up early. I think earlier. you guys were shooting the, um, Christian, I think you guys were shooting the, um, Oh yeah, Brand's the, documentary at that time. No, it was, uh, we're, we're trying to do uh, uh, the Leroy, um, Randy Lewis thing mm. oh why can't we do that because that would be so tremendous i wish i, I could we're uh... trying it's not that easy bill bill that you was like five years ago well you gotta yeah it's not we're not everyone wants to do it it's not a comfortable story yeah. for people to tell so that's kind of the the hang it would up be one of the greatest stories in wrestling i know though. that's what we're saying but uh you know takes uh more than two to tango in this instance but we're hopeful it'll happen but we understand why um there's apprehension there but yeah so that that was crazy but what was funny to me is so we did the up and back to lincoln mm -hmm. and i was like why did why did they get a uh an rv for a six hour drive to stillwater it's like it's sort of it's unnecessary it's not like you're going you're going across the country it's like you know six seven hours not that big of a deal it's like it's kind of an audacious thing. It was, it was so unnecessary. We just thought yeah, it was going to be cool. Gonna be the fun of it. It was yeah. going to be cool. It was going to be awesome. But then everyone ditched ditched out. Yeah, we went from having like 15 people in this RV to having uh, enough people to fit in an SUV. <laughs> yeah, Sion went right. Yeah, Sion yeah, was there. So, 
Chris, so Christian, you weren't in the SUV. You went early, correct? I went early, yeah, with Bader and yeah, so it was me, Willie, Martin, Sion, Kyle. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Nice. And then driving uh, back, it, the best. it torrentially the best. rained the entire way back. It that rained was, for seven hours back. That was horrifying. It almost died. It almost yes, died. that was that was terrible. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Willie was driving, and he's like. He's like, I can't, man, I can't see anything. And Ben is in the far back, like the third row. He's like, really? I can see fine. I can see fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> Will is like, how can you see from back there? It was, it was so I funny. Ben pulled was over. Like, I think he might have even pulled over a couple times, right? Because so uh, he wanted to. I don't think he ever did. But when? Well, okay, so that wasn't the time. When? He didn't because you just kept saying, well, let me drive. And he was like, no, I'm let me drive. <laughs> When was the time when you were driving back and it was also raining? That we don't talk about that trip. That was oh, that was the <laughs> yeah. that was the Oklahoma yeah. State Penn State. <laughs> yeah. So then we were driving back from that one, the 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 death march back to Austin, Texas, uh, oh. after the site uh, imploded or whatever. And oh. Bracky was driving and it somehow was raining again, perhaps symbolism. And uh, I woke up in the middle of it. And I just started yelling at Bracky to like slow down and stuff. He's like, "Watch out, slow down!" <laughs> He's like, "It's fine." It's like, I'm fine. Oh boy, fun. I'm already getting offers in the Facebook chat to come up to Oklahoma. Jason Hildreth, he's got a bunch of land. Dude, two hundred twenty-five acres. You're bound to find Bigfoot. Yeah. Also, at least some uh, whitetail. You can't kill him. It's a, only a trapping. Oh, okay. We'll just we'll just trap him. Yeah. Simple enough. Um. You know what? You know what movie was popular? It was, this is a VHS tape. When I went to the University of Missouri on my recruiting visit, maybe this is one of the reasons I ended up there. They had this movie called Okie Noodling. Have you guys ever heard of this? The catfish. Uh, I know what noodling yes, is. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a, there's a movie called Okie Noodling. You guys should like buy the rights to it or something. <laughs> um, but man, that gives you a really good insight into what Oklahomans are like. You guys really have to watch this movie. The one guy's like, yeah. When I was six years old, you know, my dad was a plumber and he couldn't fit his hand down that pipe. He said, son, you reach in there and pull out that poop. I'll give you $10. Heck yeah, I reached my hand in there, <laughs> pulled it out. And then he goes, and then I've been, I've been plumbing ever since. <laughs> What's that got to do with noodling? I was hoping for a catfish story. Instead, it's a brown trout. Something. It's sticking oh. your hand in uh, who was Tristan Moran was literally just talking to someone on the phone when we were driving to and from Tennessee. Oh, that's Look it. Oh, it. my God. You guys have to rent this movie. I wonder if it's on. Uh, no hooks, no bait, no fear. Wow. Yes. Can you stream that? Uh, yeah. We, we do have a live quite a few films we need to, we need to purchase. Uh, yeah. Okay. Someone on Oklahoma State's team, I don't recall who Tristan was talking to was like talking about noodling with him on the phone and i was dying laughing because i was thinking about this movie and then tristan showed me a picture of now i'm, I'm playing who it was with a gigantic catfish oklahoma state and iowa wrestlers they love to hunt they love hunting Seriously. i mean it's big in the sport yeah for sure yeah not a big not a big hunter fisher i don't know if that's probably some breaking news to you guys uh okay yeah. oh, wait did we did we finish the alien hour? Yeah, yeah, we we're all good. We just, yeah, we went like three little updates there. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. You know, we haven't referred to the uh, the Oklahoma octopus recently, but we found out that was actually Ooh. a real thing. That was real. Uh, I had a streak there where I was getting <laughs> proven right. Like, it's real. There's octopi, octopods in, in the in, in the, the lakes. lakes. Lake Ten Killer was one what, of them. Someone just took them from the ocean and put them in a lake, or what? 
I apparently so. Now I don't understand how they can go from salt water to fresh water, but the, it's like Jurassic Park. Life finds a way. Exactly. You know, they adapt. They adapt and overcome. Adapt or die, and they didn't want to die. It's like I don't want to die. I'll just. I'll just hang out here in this I'll lake. Just live here. This is fine. I'll just drown Oklahomans. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. I'll get huge. And when they try to swim, I say, no, this is my lake. Yeah. I pull them under. They'll never believe this. Okay. Let's discuss pretty seamless transition here from <laughs> octopods and Bigfoot to and noodling. Let's talk uh, Michigan State, uh, Ohio State, a couple interesting matches there. Rayvon Foley versus Malik Heinzelman. Heinzelman on the upswing. Rayvon Foley mm. lost to Pat McKee. Are you giving Malik a shot here, Ben Askren? I'm picking Malik. Oh, my gosh. He's going there. He's going there, Malik folks. was the real deal. I don't know. Listen, he lost his way for a little bit. He's back. Um, I think he's going to have a very good year this year. Uh, you love maybe. It. I don't want to say he's going to All-American. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go round to 12 for Malik. All right, a little hedge there, but you went for it with that. Have they wrestled? Yes, it was a major for Rayvon, sixteen or nineteen to six, in uh. That was last year, January of twenty nineteen. Okay, it was actually two two years ago. So this is new Malik. Malik's much improved. The wrestle stat prediction is ten five fully over Malik, but you're just going for it. What about Stephen Kalbracki? I'm not gonna go for it. I'm gonna take the nice safe bet and Rayvon Foley to bounce back. Bounce back match for for Rayvon. I'm saying Malik too. I thought Ooh. I'd be on uh, on Malik Island here by myself, but I got my buddy Ben Askren oh, with me. Oh, there we I, go. Listen, Malik could always get to legs, right? He could always get to legs with Foley. Uh, and I'm just thinking about the McKee match. Like McKee was getting in and getting in and really not having a that hard to, of a time finishing. Yeah. I think I think Malik figures it out. Um, could be wrong here, but I'm going for it. I'm riding the Malik hype train. Then, right. we, then we've got Gavin Hoffman or Chase Singletary versus Cam Caffey. This is probably – I'm just more interested to see who Ohio State puts out. So, uh, I mean, this is one of those things where I feel, I feel like it's – and normally it would be nice to be able to do it, but – to keep rolling out different people is is not ideal with this short of a season. I mean, we're literally yeah. talking they probably have four to six matches potentially until the conference championships. Like mm-hmm. you gotta pick you gotta pick your freaking guy and take him to the dance. So uh I'm picking taking Caffey over either one of them. Um, uh, but I'm hoping Ohio State, Ohio State makes a choice and goes goes with uh one or the other. Yes, I agree. Cam Caffey. Cam. I agree. Okay, couple. I think the UNC Virginia Tech duel is going to be really good. We we're supposed to have that shoot first weekend of, of wrestling, I believe, and it got it got. No, it was uh the week was of Burroughs Taylor. It was supposed to be that Friday night. Okay, so the second week, I guess. Yeah. So it got backed up, but now rescheduled. It's happening. I think it's a pretty interesting match. Uh, interesting duel. Um, I think Tech is like a five-point favorite. That's what I put it as, um, which is very w- much within the margins. Looking at this, uh, some of these matchups, Julian Tag versus Sam Latona. And what do you think about this one? Uh, Latona until proven differently. I mean, Julian Tag's had some really good wins, but Latona has been – he's been solid. I don't really see any good reason to pick against him. I agree. I like – I do like Latona. I think it's maybe a little bit closer than people realize. Bracky is is all in on Sam Latona in this match, I believe. Yeah, he's gonna roll. Maybe major. Hey, Ooh. 
What about remember when who did Julian Tag beat it uh, maybe two years ago at the U twenties? Because Gay didn't Gay beat freaking RBY right? Yes. Two years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Who did Julian beat? I feel like he beat someone really good also. I don't know. I can't know. recall. I can't recall. Okay. But I thought he had a really good. I thought it was at the Open in uh, shoot eighteen or nineteen. He entered. Like an age group above. See, like the senior open. No, but like he was, he was like a cadet wrestling in juniors type of deal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, th I think so. I think it was something like that. Uh oh, we've got Latona versus Tag in freestyle, and I see tag looks to be tag and tag in freestyle. Uh uh, Latona beat him in freestyle. Really? Too? Latona seven. beat him in freestyle too. Yeah, he's up wow. seven zero with forty seconds left. Nine oh. Hey, yeah, they, boom. They, oh man, you got to go Latona for sure. Yep, Latona. And then Gabe Tag versus Corbin Myers. I th man, Corbin Myers he looked great against Louis Hayes last week. I think he probably rolls here, but I, I think Gabe Tag's pretty freaking good. Yeah, G Gabe Tag has had some great moments, but Gabe Tag hasn't. Um... You know, after he beat RBY, I think we were all saying, oh, my gosh, he's going to be freaking amazing. And then his his year didn't match up to that performance. Um, and it wasn't that he beat RBY once. He beat RBY at the Open. Then he also won the trials or something like that, I believe. Um, so I'll, I'll go Corbin Myers. I think that's where he beat Her Hernandez, made it through it, and made the finals. If I'm I think it'll probably be Hernandez for UNC. You think so? Yes. Hernandez. Really? Sorry. Yes. I think so. Hmm. That's just my opinion. Is that who they've been wrestling? Um, I, I mean, they've only wrestled two duels, and I think he wrestled one of them. I think mm -hmm. he wrestled the first one. Yeah. They've got some depth there. Then Zach Sherman versus Sam Hilligus. I feel like Hill, uh, Sherman is a pretty solid favorite there over, yeah. over the freshman Hilligus. Then Austin O'Connor versus Bryce Andonian. What do you think about this bout? Uh... I love it. I'm a big Andonian fan. I don't think don't do he it. can beat Austin O'Connor. Yeah. Well, let's just do it. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Uh, O'Connor's just a little bit too solid. Um, but I, I do love Bryce Andonian. Who did he have the crazy match with like last week? Josh uh, Heil. Two he had the crazy one. Yes, and he, he got up. He got up huge, and then and Heil started charging back on him. Correct. Yeah, that was that was the. They had an agreement of no head hands defense in that match and just let each other in on legs. Like they said, let's see like what the happens. NBA All Star game. Yeah, I respect it. I respected it. I respected that agreement, and they both honored it, which is super admirable. Yeah, I, I mean, everyone loves Andonian's talent, but uh, so it's been eleven seven and ten four for O'Connor in the past. So yes, no bonus, but I think it's another O'Connor win. Yes, he's super duper Agreed. good. This could be a close duel, I'm telling you. Uh, 57's a total toss-up with McClure and Connor Brady. And then Kennedy Monday versus Makai Lewis. Uh, Kennedy famously... What would you say? Mackay. Okay. I, um, I misspoke. That's okay. Kennedy famously tech-fall David McFadden at, the, at this duel. That was very surprising, but Makai Lewis is a different situation. I think this could be a close one. I mean, Makai... Had a tight one against Keating. Not a tight one. He dominated that match completely. But he did not bonus him. So I don't think this gets anywhere near bonus. Um, 
Monday's we're I mean, gonna probably saw, get I'm, in on shots, but I just don't think he can finish on Makai. Yeah. But when I'm thinking about the mon- Monday uh, match here, you know, he got a relatively big. I want to say it was five or six zero on Evan Wick in the WRTC card, and then Wick just started killing him with you know he kind of gassed a little bit, and Wick started scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring. So I yeah, I don't see why Makai won't be able to score frequently late in the match, even if it was even if it was close early. Yeah, I, I could see it materializing like that for sure. Those are all the kind of marquee, marquee matches, but uh, this could be a back-and-forth duel of Tech, the favorite, but UNC is going to be in it, I feel. And there's some toss-up matches between, you know, like at 57 where that match has no bearing on, like, NCAA probably, but it's going to have a huge bearing on uh, on this duel meet. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. One last I'm thing not, on that duel. I'm not as Okay. I was just going to say John Borst or Hunter Kaka. I'm interested in to see who Virginia Tech puts out. Kaka is a big recruit, but he did not look great in the UVA duel. Borst is definitely more proven. He looks solid in his match. So that's something to follow because I feel like whoever Tech sends is an NCAA qualifier level potential fringe A guy. I think Borst probably has a better shot at that. And maybe not fringe A at this point as given the depth of 285, but still something to monitor. Go, Ben. No, I was just saying, uh, uh, you guys are really into the ACC stuff, and you guys are—I feel like you guys are both kind of tied into that region. And uh, I'm getting more into them because they're good, but I—I I have not been. Uh, ooh, I found out who Julian Tag beat too, but I was not that into ACC wrestling previously. Julian Tag beat Jacob Camacho. Oh, uh, okay. And they will wrestle. They will wrestle this um, this weekend as well. It's another Friday big night. Goal. You should get into the Boom. ACC, man. It's freaking—it's really good. It's getting so much and, better, um, but I mean, you got you guys were ACC fans when the ACC was a bunch of bums. OG ACC, as uh, yeah, that's what they call me around Absolutely. the office. Uh, the <laughs> the duels are fun too, especially the um, well, North Carolina, North Carolina State. They don't like each other. No, not friends. And, and yeah. that's fun. And then uh, Virginia Tech and NC State have just been going kind of back and forth. Um, for control over the ACC, so those duels are always a lot of fun too. And North Carolina, actually, the past few seasons has upset Virginia Tech in the duel. Um, now Tech has mm-hmm. been the better tournament team, but they've upset them in the duel. So that one's got a little juice on it too. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, ACC fun, and then with the emergence of Pitt, and you know UVA is always solid, and Duke having a, a rough time, but. Hopefully they're be- they'll be back on the upswing soon. So, go ACC, great conference, fantastic academic institutions as well. Okay, you and I, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State has has a weekend up in uh, in mm-hmm. Iowa. They wrestle Iowa State and Northern Iowa on the same day. The same day in a different place. In a different place. That is interesting. So, are they going to do like a satellite weigh-in type of situation where probably there's no way they're weighing in twice, right? In the same day, they wrestle you and I at one. I believe Iowa State at seven. Okay, so that's but more. I mean, obviously, you know, Oklahoma State's not weighing in twice, but more interesting <laughs> would the later team get to weigh in at the same time that Oklahoma State does earlier? In the Absolutely. Day? Yeah, they do that with. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the EIWA does this a lot. Yeah, because really? everything's all close there. They can do. Yep. Two duels, same day, different place. Yep. Sort of weird that they wouldn't just all condense one place. But I guess, you know, 
you and I in Iowa State not interested in giving up a, a home deal home duel so it makes sense especially but, when that's Oklahoma State what do we know about Iowa State 149 D- Degan Cam Robinson do we have any information no, there no update we reached out nothing no is Cam Robinson a Blair kid no that's Malcolm you might be thinking of Malcolm Robinson Malcolm Robinson Cam Robinson, Cam Robinson is PA Pennsylvania um Council Rock North hey, scroll up He's from Churchville, Pennsylvania. Churchville, PA. This is my new favorite wrestler. I'm from Churchville, Virginia. He's from Churchville. <laughs> uh, I never heard of Churchville, Pennsylvania. That's funny. Just, yeah, Churchville, Virginia is more famous. The more famous Churchville, as we all know. Got it. Okay, wow. Good to know. So I'm, I'm uh, I mean, Deegan versus uh, Lou Allen would be really interesting, but maybe Cam Robinson goes out there. He's going to be an underdog against Boo. But... Degan, I believe, as it's pronounced, not yeah. Deegan, as I mispronounced it earlier. They've had some crazy ones. Uh, they've, I think it was an injury default win for Degan one time in seven minutes, and then Boo's beating him. I think uh, he pinned him at Big he, 12. Yes, he pinned him. So I'll take Boo here um, regardless, but I'm excited to watch. Yes. Boo. Boo, boo. You know what? Uh, I want to skip just a couple down here. I know where um, you're going. Okay, fine. I'll wait. No, go. Go. I want to go to uh, – well, I really like what you – I don't know who wrote this doc. I don't know if it's Kyle or Christian. Lance Funyan, that's tremendous. Yeah, I did I think that. we should probably keep that around. We should probably keep that. Who did that? Especially if he ever – I did that. If he ever changes weights, I think it's even more perfect. Um, yes, that, that's outstanding. Lance Funyan. But then obviously the next one, Parker Kett guys in Dakota gear. I know I'm biased. That's fine. Uh, I'm open about it. Let's go Parker Kettkeisen. Parker, this is a big opportunity for him. He's been good this year. Very solid. Don't think he's lost at this point. He's undefeated. I, I have a hard time picking him to beat gear right now. Um, what do you think, Bracky? Gear has looked much better. Like we talked about him, 184 is a better weight class for yes. him. Um, yeah, all bonus this year. Now his competition has been fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it was a decision. Matt Waddell. Oh yeah, it's a six point decision. Matt Waddell's top 25 guy. He majored him, but uh, I would I think Gear right now. Yeah, I'm I'm with that. But respectful. I'm I mean, Funyun versus Plot is going to be exciting. Yeah, this is Plot's fun. first first ranked wrestler. <laughs> Running man, he went at Mantonona. Yes, like he was all shot, over shot, him. Shot. Yeah, trying to slap on cradles from all over the place. The yeah. first one was really awkward, and he still got it. Um, he was fun to watch. So yeah, that that should be. I bet pretty high scoring and a lot of action. Yes, I I think it will be high scoring. I think Plotch is going to be a little. He's going to be a little better in the finishes than uh, than Runyon will be. So. Not yet for Runyon. Plot, I think, is just he's blue chip, high caliber, high output. We talked about uh, Caleb Romero the other day. Plot beat him one year at juniors. Bad. As a high school sophomore. Beat, beat Caleb Romero yeah. as a high school sophomore, yeah. He's... I killed Parker one time. I was just like, Parker, <clears throat> I mean, was maybe a senior of high school. Uh, I think, and then maybe Plot was a junior, and I remember watching the match like, "Holy shit, this kid's good! Like, really, <laughs> yeah. really good." He's he's awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. He's kind of one of those guys. Um, 
I feel like we talked about him and he was definitely in the conversation, but he never really had like the the signature like who's number one moment or anything like that. That, yeah. um, but he's been awesome for a really long time. And I guess he had the ACL year. Which yeah, we're certainly he missed his senior year. That certainly doesn't help uh, keep you in the conversation. That's when you really start talking about guys more and more. But yeah, I mean, I'm so excited to watch two Oklahoma State duels. You and I do a live on Flow. Yep, that's awesome. Excited to 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. Good time zone breakdowns from Bracky. He had that one uh, holstered. AJ Ferrari versus Younger Bastida at Iowa State. Um, Bastida. Not been amazing this year, but I think the neutral battles will be exciting. Because both these guys that's, are really well, good that's on their what feet. I was going to say. Ferrari, I mean, not that I've watched a lot of Ferrari and Folkstyle, but he's not known for his top work, correct? It's all neutral stuff. Right. So that makes this a little more interesting. Yes. But you may not have to be overly proficient on top to give Young. He's done a, a nice job. AJ has the matches I've seen transitioning from. Um, his double, he's good at getting a Turk, like a bottom leg mm, Turk off yeah. of it. Someone hit a real nice, nice one in the duel this week. I can't remember who it was. Well, there's Trimble, right? Trimble. I brought that match up. I was, Trumbull. We were doing Turks on Tuesday night. I said, Isaac, I wasn't Isaac Trimble? Trumbull? Trumbull, yeah. Name? Isaac Trumbull. Trumbull. Well, I, I listen, I just heard of the guy for the first time like two <laughs> days ago. You guys can't expect me to get his name perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's a process. To... Trimble, Trumbull. He got a, he got a Turk. It was tremendous. Brought up for my kids. I probably got his name wrong to them. <clears throat> NATO was really good at that. Um, Suriano actually mm-hmm. was really good at it too, scooping the bottom leg, taking him over. Okay. Um, any other duels you want to talk about? Other big match? Oh, Nino Bonacorsi versus Jiello is happening in the Pitt UVA duel. Mm, nice. That's interesting. Bonacorsi, uh, a bounce back match potentially versus Aiello, who took out the Andy Smith. In the Virginia Tech UVA duel, and well, I don't know if we ever talked about that duel, that match after it happened, but it was it was a decision, and once again, the same thing happened. Aiello had a big lead, and in the final 15 seconds, Andy Smith took him oh, down. Christian, <clears throat> why? Why you keep this up? He's taken down the one and two guys in the country as a true freshman. Oh Not a lot of guys. Listen, I'll we'll see him all at the finish line. In like five years, in five years. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen. He he may be good at some point. It's just not this year. He's good right now. He's he's oh my god. A true freshman holding decisions to the number one and number two guy in the country, and he's completely unknown. I'm just saying. You, I'll fight you all. I won't fight you, Ben. Um, I would have fought, fought you a couple months ago, maybe. Now you're training for YouTubers uh, and TikTokers, and I don't think I have a chance. TikTokers, there you go. Uh, okay, do we want to go to uh, questions? Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything else to talk about. Okay, uh, from Roy Donk, Jazz Legend. Should wrestling on a knee in the neutral position be called for stalling? This is an interesting one. It's uh, called. You're I called thought for, it already was. Well, in freestyle, you'll get hit for passivity with the quickness if you drop your hands down or drop to a knee. Um, in I thought in, folk style, you still got called, didn't you? I don't know. Alan Waters and Lavalley and those guys were like crouching tigers throughout much of their career, and then they weren't 
They weren't penalized mm-hmm. for it. I'm certain we don't have any sort of um, exact black and white rule for for that. I think it. I think it should be. I think it should be. Yeah. I, so my whole take on. Yeah, my, my whole take on stalling is like I hate it when they have to qualify something with an exact rule because mm-hmm. then it, it forces like. Um, for example, you know, some refs are so bad. One guy shoots and he shoots and he shoots and he shoots and then he finally gets a takedown. And the other guy's very clearly been stalling for it. It's only been two minutes, right? But he's very clearly been stalling. The other guy's aggressive. And then all of a sudden, they get the rear standing and the top guy doesn't want to turn him fast enough and he gets called for stalling. It's yes. like, well, that's freaking stupid because yes. when you look at the match in its entirety, one guy has been significantly stalling more, yet he doesn't get called. So I hate it when there's like rules like this is stalling. Um, it's like, okay, if the guy's on his knees too long and he's stalling, just freaking call him for stalling because we all know what stalling is. Just yes. freaking call it. Yes. That is frustrating, and that happens That happens all the time um, in wrestling. The, the example you gave right there is 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 identical. Or the drop-down rule or a weird edge yeah. interpretation. Yeah, I do hate that. I, I don't think – I don't know if you need a hard and fast um, – wrestling on i mean if you're not trying to score then you're stalling so if you're wrestling on a knee it's it's a lot harder to score you can like dart in on some shots but really you do that to limit because no one can shoot on you if you're on your knee right do you have to basically they have to score from short offense or whatever so i Mm -hmm. think i think if you are on there for a prolonged amount of time throw up the fist but i am um an advocate for the quick stall all right, CJ Bro, was that you guys that we? Oh, Brecky, our uh, that was we didn't we announce the Badgers all together and that ref we called him Johnny Quickstall. That was tremendous. Yeah, you and me. Uh, yeah, Johnny Quickstall. Johnny Quickstall. Yeah, he was good. Was awesome. He was a good ref. He was. He was on. That was fun. Um, yeah, Johnny Quickstall. Would Bracky ever wrestle in one of the pro cards? And then someone said, someone replied and said, second this. So the people really want to see Bracky. Let's go if the money's right. <laughs> who are you going to get? Who are you going to wrestle? He's, he's got to be another like. He wants Josh Bracky versus Butkey. <laughs> who? Josh Butkey. Josh Butkey. For the 141 pound starting spot for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, in 2005. <laughs> he was on that Why Iowa. Why wrestle him? <laughs> it's just because Bray brought it up the other day. What yeah, was it? Someone versus someone, and then me. Spay versus, versus Bray, Bracky versus Bucky, or yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, he was the guy that was like kind of almost like a focal point for that ESPN documentary about Iowa. He was the guy who oh, tried to start. I remember? Yeah, Josh Bucky. So Bracky versus Bucky. Anyone else that? Uh, yeah, I'll wrestle Dirk Bauer. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he Ooh. beat me in the state finals twice. Ooh! <laughs> what if we did that? What's Dirk Bauer oh doing? I don't know. Dirk, Dirk where are you? Bauer, where are you Dirk. at? Hey, listen. Someone tell Dirk Bauer. You might think this is a joke, but it's not a joke. No. Kyle Bracky has not been training, no. but he would train. I've not been Dirk training. Bauer, he's a sales associate at Treasure Isle. I'm looking at him. Treasure Island? What is that, a mini golf course? He's in Raleigh, North Carolina. He went. Oh, did he, he go like? to Seneca Valley High School? No. Darn it! Damn wrong it. Dirk Bauer. Wrong Dirk Bauer. Son of Wheeling a... Park. All right, we got to. All right, listen. I don't know. Find if, him. I don't know if they have Facebook in West Virginia, but all our West Virginia listener, please get on the Facebook and see if you can hunt down Dirk Bauer. Can I, I would. Get, can I get extra money for this? 
If we can get dark, I'm not doing it until I get extra money. We'll give money. you seven, ca seven cases of uh, Monster. Yeah, I could pay. No, we straight cash, homie. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. And or, <laughs> and or Bitcoin. And or Bitcoin. Wow. Okay. okay. We'll I've never heard him say I he would accept Bitcoin. I dirt power. Crap. I'm gonna look on. I'm gonna look on Instagram now. He better not be incarcerated. It's gonna be a lot guy. tougher. I want to see this guy. That if we need a presidential so pardon to get Dirk Bauer versus Kyle Brackey, oh. that would be so funny. If you wrestled the guy that beat you twice in state finals, yeah, twice. Oh, Were they close? Is it Bauer yeah. or Bowers? Bauer. B a u e r. No relation to Kyle. Oh, I was no relation. B -O -W -E -R. Even though they are from the same Dirk. city, no. Wheeling. Dirk Bauer. Wow, that would be amazing. Listen, I, I'm putting it on the line because if I lose, that's super embarrassing. I called him out. Yeah. I've already lost to him twice. You literally work at the place. Okay, yeah. I, th I think I found him. One mutual friend. I'll, I'll you did? That's not him. Oh, it's not him. Not him. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> is it D-I-R-K or is there another way to spell it? D-I-R-K. Hmm. Okay, Bowers. Yeah, we can't find him. This is not good, Bracky. He's off, he's off the grid. Man, that's what. It, that's epic. Be Kyle Bracky and disappeared. Yeah, classic hit and run. Oh, now everyone, we got the whole Facebook looking for him. All right, we've got him. Is that him? I don't that's know if him. you guys know. Oh, this, we but found him. We got Dirk. We've got a Dirk. Powers in Germany. Yeah, it's that sounds we find super him, German. Put him up on the screen. All right, this face, is him. Facebook message him right now. <laughs> Just be like, hey, hey, sorry, you want to <laughs> let's go. Uh, Listen, we're gonna have cards uh, from now till forevermore. We can give him a couple months training camp. We can see what happens. Well, give him a warm up match against, uh, you know, piles or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to tucker him out for you, buddy. So, how'd those matches go? T tell us more. I want to know more. Uh, they usually went. Um, Did you ever was, beat him? Not in high school. Um, I actually didn't lose to him until high school, so that was pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> uh, no, multiple of the matches were 1-0. Uh, um, wow. I couldn't get away like a coward. Um, he was really good. He was kind of lanky. He was really good, had really good tight waist, mm. and I just couldn't seem to like get my wrist clear, and then I would get in on his legs. Um, and I, I couldn't finish, couldn't finish. Well, you, you come up for a week training camp yeah. at AWA. We'll get you finished on those shots. Heck yeah. Dirk Bauer's going down. We we should, yet? You know what we should do? We should get, we should, let's not put Dirk Bauer and his yeah, family. Up not, on, I don't want to dox his family. Want, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, let's, we, we should send, uh, Bracky to, a uh, Askren Wrestling Academy and we send Dirk to like Corvallis. He trains with Pendleton <laughs> and then Pendleton corners. <laughs> Bauer, Ben corners Bracky, and then you wrestle Pendleton. Oh. No. <laughs> Listen, I've already told you this. Pendleton's 230. I have zero desire to wrestle him. Yeah, I know. Pendleton, every now – first of all, congratulations, Coach Pendleton. Oh, yeah. Uh, birth of their, their baby. He has a oh, baby. Yes. Nice. Good for him. Um, as, yeah, yes, yesterday, two days ago. Um, you know, So congrats to him. But he, he wants to – uh, he wants to wrestle again. He mentions it almost every day. He's like, he would like a match There's against a guy. He don't want, he don't want like Snyder or Jaden level guys, but he's like, you know, someone on the ladder, he would entertain the match. I know who I'd match him up with, Nate Jackson, because Nate Jackson wrestle everybody. He'll wrestle everybody. That's absolutely Actually, true. Actually, you know, you know what? I just, I said, I, 
Nate Jackson's wrestling. Mark Hall. Mark Hall's making his 86 debut. You, who you pick? Um, Mark. Really? Nate Jackson have beaten everybody though. I don't like to pick against Mark Hall in wrestling matches. Yeah, freestyle. Freestyle. His gut. First match in a while. I think he's going to be pretty freaking good. I don't know, man. I mean, Nate. Nate, what's the what is Nate Jackson? What is Nate Jackson ranked at eighty six right now? He's got to be relatively high. Feels like he, he's winning a lot. I mean, he would not be ahead of Zahid. He would not be ahead of Miles. He would not be ahead of David Taylor. I don't know. He's, he's like, like five or six, fifth like or that. six. Yeah, I think I think Mark Man. Hall and Mark spent. He's wrestled up before. He wrestled like at eighty four in twenty fourteen trials. Uh, I believe a long time ago. Yes. So I think he'll be fine with the size. Oh, maybe. Oh, freaking Nate is so big wow, and fast. Wow, you guys got Nate at eight. Behind who? Yeah, David Zahid, Miles, Bo, Alex, who he's hurt now, Gabe, Trent, Nate. That sounds about right. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, 86. Is I'm going to go Nate Jackson. I'm going Nate Jackson. No, I'm a, there, I mean, the factor of he's wrestled so much has to help. And Mark has That's not wrestled since yeah. Big Tens. Um, new training situation too, right? So he transitioned from Penn State to Penn. My, my question is like, how consistently has he been able to train? My my thing is just he's so freestyle savvy. I could see him countering a leg attack if if Nate doesn't finish quick. If he gets on top, his gut wrench is really good. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It could be. Well, crazy. I think it's interesting because Mark is so good defensively, and you know Nate has been very. Uh, volume heavy with his shots and stuff. So it's going to be a fun match because Nate's going to keep shooting and Mark's really good there. So, you know, uh, is it going to be, I feel like it's going to be one way that, you know, I feel like Nate's going to be able to figure out the finishing thing and get two or three or four takedowns, or he's not going to be able to figure it out. And then, you know, um, once that happens, he doesn't really have another answer for Mark Hall. Man, if he takes down Mark Hall four times, I will be shocked. My jaw will hit the floor. That just sounds well. Like I mean, think about how many times. Well, let's see. He took down Sammy Brooks five times in a period. Took down Win Mahalik five times in a period. Um, who else? It's Mark Hall. I wish I, had his, I wish I had his record in front of me. I could read it off to you. But baby, Mark, he's been taking. He's been taking dudes World, multiple world champion, three-time world champion, junior level, junior level, junior he's level. level. You act like what is that's that? The senior level. Okay, Mark Hall hasn't even competed at the senior level. Listen, Mark Hall might be great. We just That's haven't seen it. That's all I'm saying. At the senior level, where we've yeah, seen it. Yeah. Oh, you just said the Nick World Team Trials Challenge Tournament. Becker should have beat him there. Damn it all. Man, your dismissiveness of, of Junior World Championships at 74 is audacious. That is insane, Ben. Junior <laughs> well, World Championships. Well, I'm just saying. Guys, guys it doesn't the senior level. There's, there have been guys who have done really well. And listen. All right, I think Mark Hall is going to be really good. That's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. I think he's going to be really good. I'm just saying we haven't seen it, and we definitely haven't seen it at 86. And we've seen Nate Jackson have a tremendous amount of success lately. That's all I'm saying right now. I get what you're saying. Nate Jackson lost to Drew Foster RTC Cup, also. Mm, really, really. Mm. Nate's really good. Oh. Well, I just think yeah. I think there's something you're. You're forgetting the caliber that, that Mark Hall is, I think, in my opinion. Well, I mean, we haven't seen him in 10 months, so that doesn't help either. 
And I don't know why, but I feel like he's really small. Maybe it's I, I just I mean I literally no, just watched Nate Jackson wrestle at two two hundred fifteen pounds. So I feel Nate like big. there's a, a, and I feel I also feel like, and maybe I'm wrong on this. I feel like Mark's probably a real seventy nine kg guy. Mm-hmm. So I I just maybe that's why I feel like there's a gigantic size discrepancy also. Yeah, I tend to just pick Penn State guys in general and I'm right a lot. I think he's. I think he's gonna win. I think he's. Yeah. I mean, I, Nate's awesome, great guy, awesome wrestler. I just think Mark is. I think he's just got it in freestyle. That's my. It's my opinion. Fair enough. Okay, can we have a segment where Sion and Ben Askren have a name pronouncing contest? Each kid yeah. five names to pronounce. Most pronounced correctly wins. Loser does push-ups. And someone wanted you to say Mike Mal's last name in the questions as well. I think I know Mike. I think I know Mike Mal's. It's. I think it's Mike Malinconico. Yeah, nailed, nailed it. it. Perfect. Did I get it right? Yeah, yeah. I take that. I need you guys that. Got a brain busters for me, Rizzuto. <laughs> yeah, Rizzuto is gonna be our next one. Um, yeah, I'm all in. Listen, Sion, I hope you're listening. But I'm calling you out. You don't come in enough anymore. You used to be a doesn't. regular. Sion doesn't come to work. No. He's working. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got call him. He called me yesterday. I didn't get to call him back. I got call him. <laughs> now he's really mad at me. Um, that's not going to help. If he came in more, we have the back table reset up again. Uh, we could, mm-hmm. we could be, he could come in, sit down there, and uh, chat, but he doesn't come in much anymore. Another guy we need to get on, the, on, the, on radio some is uh, Oliver Stone, our marketing guy. This oh. guy... He's yeah, electric. Exactly. A lot of people may not know him. <laughs> he's like, he's uh, he's on the short list for one of the funniest guys in the office. And we have a lot of funny people that work here. So um, trying to get a wrestling him. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a marketing guy. Um, you know the the marketing team. They're kind of behind the camera a little more than front uh, on like content. But um, got it. He's got it. He's from Long Island. Very witty. Very funny guy. So maybe seeing him. I'm trying to get the the back table. Make it a thing for. People would come in and hang out a little bit. Okay. Um, Nikki Freestyle says, I personally think that at the end of every NCAA season, you should do a recap video, just like the one you did for the season that wasn't. I think that's actually a pretty mm. good idea. The one thing that would make it tough is that we aren't anywhere. Like, during most of last year, we were at these places, calling matches and whatnot, doing interviews with people. None of that this year. We have, have we been to a Division One event yet? I have not. I don't think anyone at Flow has been. Like, we're not able to go. We were going to go to UNI. It's like, we, we understand there's cra- there's protocols for everything. And we're going to go. I don't know what conference weekend's going to look like for us. So, I agree. And maybe we pick that up for the next season. But it'll be tough uh, for this year. Um, yeah. Let me see if there's anything else before we... Get the heck out of here. Can we bring back Tuesday headlines? I think that we should. I forgot that we Yeah, should. we should. Let's go right now. All right, get it, Ben. Oh, yeah. Uh, Parker Kierkeisen upsets Dakota Gear, moves into the top 10 of the rankings. Okay. You, Second you one is Justin Cardani beats Spencer Lee. <laughs> we're, ben, we're live. Everyone just heard that, too. Um, I'll say, okay. Remember, okay. In case you're wondering what Tuesday headlines are, Tuesday headlines are, it's not just, oh, you make a little prediction. You say, it's got to be big and bold. That way, if you call your shot, yes. you really put yourself out there. You had to go out on a limb, okay? Um, mine will be, 
Mark Hall texts Nate Jackson. Whoa! Wow, shots fired. Not shots fired. That's the Tuesday headline. I'm putting myself, I'm, you got to be out there on the limb. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, still shots fired. I thought, yeah. I thought about, I, I'll, here's my second place uh, Tuesday headline was um, number seven, Robbie Howard. Ooh, oh, that's a good one too. Goes that's 2 and 0. Oh. So you can steal that one. Or maybe I'll say that's double Tuesday one. headlines. That would be below the fold. Tuesday headline, I think oh, the Mark one's a little oh, more audacious. Double. The Mark Holland, that's a good one. Man, I don't got a good one. Illinois over Come Iowa. Come on, Brad. Illinois Steve. over Iowa is still in play. No one has called that one yet. <laughs> no, I don't want that one. You, what if Julian Tag went two and zero? He'd probably be ranked really high. Ooh, yeah, that goes. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe happen. that. Bracky no. would never do that. No. <laughs> well, listen, even if happening. you don't believe it, if you're bold enough, people are gonna give you some. Yeah, I know. I I just I can't even like. What about say this? that with? What about this Tuesday headline? Bauer accepts Bracky's challenge. Yes, there it is. That's his there Tuesday headline. Oh. Yep. <laughs> If any one of these happens, this, is, this would be a pretty electric Tuesday headline. So make sure you tune in Tuesday. Right. Tuesday um, we got to keep doing the Tuesday headlines. I like yep. That's a, it's a good bit. Um, great bit. And a great weekend of wrestling coming. My goodness. Uh, I think we have the – we've released like the full weekend schedule for mm-hmm. how, you, how to watch and everything. So check that out. Plenty – you should not go anywhere this weekend. Friday through Sunday, just watch wrestling. Um, don't really do that. Get up, get outside. But uh, lots to watch. Make sure you watch you and I versus Oklahoma State. That would mean a lot to me. Yes. And uh, with that, we'll get the heck out of here. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure uh, Ben Askren is going to be on Good Morning America probably tomorrow or something. <laughs> so make sure you watch that wherever he ends up. Tomorrow. He's coaching wrestling uh, on Good Morning America live. That's going to be exciting. Maybe the Today Show, something with Al Roker. <laughs> Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you listening. You're the best. We'll be back next Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Out.